What's a conspiracy theory that you believe in? That I believe in? Yeah, not no basic Bush to 9-11 or, you know. <laughs> that's basic? That's, that's basic. That's common now. How much money did you lose in crypto? <laughs> uh, are you willing to share how much you lost? Oh, I want to say. Two million? Def- no, hell no, hell no. <laughs> Definitely north of like 30,000 for sure. Ah, damn. Yeah. I- I've been playing with house money for a couple years now. Oh, uh, that's not, this yeah. is not, yeah, you might as well. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. What do you mean house money? In it's terms of like. From in terms of like, oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I probably only really put like maybe less than five thousand mm. uh, dollars over the years, and I just mm. seen it like balloon up. But you know, this volatile market, everything is yeah acceptable for losing. You know, you still have attachment to like your you know those earnings oh. anyway. Oh, for so. sure. yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: though. this is a couple years ago. I'd be depressed, but yeah. I've learned not to value a dollar that much. Money comes yeah. and goes. Yeah, you know, exactly. when I when when I'm up. I shouldn't feel as happy even though when I'm down too, you know, try to stay yeah. like even keel. Uh, something that I've been like, I gave my, I, I gave myself like a personal goal over the past few years, never to like give money that much power, even though it has a lot of power, but in my own day to day life, you know? No, that's good. Because the thing is that that comes with maturity and also like time because you really don't yeah. understand how much um, like money is very fleeting and time sure. is very precious. So you, sure. you, when you get older, you start to value time more than you do money. But when you're younger, you're like, damn, I need that money. I don't every single dollar time. matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Let me try to call below. You think he'd answer FaceTime or a call? Bye, FaceTime. He's Gen Z. Oh, yeah. yeah he's one of those. <laughs> Weird. Because I had Brizo reach out to me today to ask about, <laughs> of all things, health insurance. And uh, he's like, he's like, do you mind if I FaceTime you? I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's just the folk off our generation. Oh know? my god, you guys really need to see each other's faces. <laughs> well, I, I think know. I think that's still better than you know, you know, not being able to see like each other in person. So at least it's a good way, you know. No, just text them. me. Like I got you. <laughs> like you're a bad texture, man. I'm sorry, but you're not. Yeah, because I don't like being interrupted. But instead, he gave me a phone call. Phone call's cool too. I mean, yeah. if I had to choose, I would choose a phone call over Facetime. Even if it was a girl. I mean, yeah. What? What do I need to see your face? I don't know. I'm just a, a genuine question. Would you change your opinion if it was a girl on the other hand that wanted Facetime as opposed to just talk on the phone? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Why? I think I think most guys would. No, oh, for why? sure. Whoa, because wait, why? A lot of things can happen on FaceTime if you feel <laughs> No. You might as well just say, come over, bitch. <laughs> Maybe they can't. Maybe they'll just give you a little shove, you know what I'm saying. So what? So if it's well, just what? It's like a little inspiration for what's going to happen nah, in the future. No. To me, <laughs> the mobile devices are, are simply means of like coordinating meeting times, and that's it. Like, I would rather... I don't like phone calls, period, especially if it's a girl. I'm like, I don't got, a, I, I don't got an hour to waste on the phone, okay? Yeah. And, and FaceTime, now you can't even multitask with that because you got to be staring at the thing. Text message. That is true. If you need some information, I got you. I'll, I'll send it when I can. And then, You ain't got to stare. Like, I mean, you place the phone, you know, 
maybe like on a tripod or like somewhere, you know, that has like a full view of the room and you can do other stuff. Yeah, but then now you're being watched. Like what? Well, <laughs> you what are you worried about? Like you just the NSA, to be... obviously. Nigga. Oh my god. You, you know China's Don't enable him, Ridwan. Don't enable him. <laughs> no, no, he knows what it is. He knows what it is. No, I definitely know uh, what it is. Okay. Oh can't, can't trust the system. Uh, you cannot, bro. You cannot. I don't know. Maybe I'm so just you, old school like that. Maybe. But so you're saying not to trust the government? Definitely not. Uh, definitely not. Any government. What? Any? You said any government, dude. You, any government. You, you're living with the government. What do you mean? No, that's true. You can't. He knows in terms of like stuff. our phones and stuff, right? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. What are you talking, what are you talking about? about? I'm talking about wifey is government at that point. You know. Oh well, yeah, in a small, in a smaller scale, yeah. Wait, yeah. what do you mean? Uh, go, go ahead. Spit some game, read one. Tell him exactly. I guess what I, I think mean. I know what he's trying to. He's basically trying to say that, like, uh, you know, when you when you are living with the woman, you know, she's essentially, you know, the acts government. as a government. Oh, you know? for sure. You she has call the shots. They make the rules. Full autonomy of the relationship. What? Married. I think you're. No, 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 no. I think. I'm not saying this is my this is my relationship. Or no, he's, he's not saying, saying that. It's just that most relationships <laughs> in, in, in a lot of relationships that. for yeah. sure. That's just Stockholm syndrome. These guys don't know they're they're acting like prisoners or like they're under control when they're not. It's all in their head. Well, uh, or yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with you on that. So but like, in day and age, mindset with, with 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 the music people listen to, with the clothes people wear, with the media that they consume, like society tries to morph the, the traditional male figure, alpha male figure into a beta male. Yeah. And then women like that, you know? They, uh-huh. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to make sure, you know, you, you show your... Your dominance, alpha, for sure. Your dominance, your alpha, your alpha yeah. presence, you know? True. So <laughs> you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta choose your battle, but you gotta choose your battles as well. So you can't do it for mm-hmm. every situation, especially, mm-hmm. you know, every argument that you have with somebody. Especially yep. if you're in a marriage, like you have to pick your battles, and the most important ones. That's where you assert your dominance. Mm-hmm. Just like I said in the last podcast, I still remember yeah, that quote. See, I mean, mentioned that too. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. this is part two. Part two. I've given part it more two. thought. <laughs> after, after a year of change of marriage, like I said. It- oh, so you're like setting them up. You get them confident, exactly. and you're like, oh, they think they can move right, and then bam. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you hit him you with the open. Hey, you might better not listen to this shit. She's like, definitely not listening to this shit. Oh, there you go. No. <laughs> He's like, I'm asserting my dominance. She doesn't say the first one, though. She listened oh, she to did? the first one, though. She found that hella funny, yeah. Oh, okay. That's okay. good. Yeah. She liked it? No, she definitely liked it. She just said, uh, I should never have a podcast. I'm like the last person oh, to ever have a why? podcast, you know? Why? I think maybe because she thinks like I might uh, feel the wrong message or, uh, you know, that that's her biggest. That was her biggest thing. Like, yeah, you, just, you shouldn't have your own. And I've never really been a part. No, like I always like, had the idea. No, no. But what's her biggest concern, though, like that you're going to change your views on certain things or. No, not change my views. It's just, you know, how unfiltered I can be and like how I don't really care about how other people perceive me, you know. I think that's a that's a good thing, not a bad. That's thing. a good thing to have in a podcast because but the maybe thing is, I'm not a good influence on this issue. <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, you, you mean, definitely are. The <laughs> standard, yeah, the Iman standard is a little bit different from everybody else. So let's 
take it with a grain of salt. I'm a de- you, me? Do you have some fangirls after a year and some change of uh, 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 uh Like, do you have like a consistent girl that like always DMs you guys' page anytime I'm says something crazy? TikTok, yeah, TikTok, there's always <laughs> okay. something on there. Yeah. Okay. There are definitely women who those I think those are the real ones for sure. Like uh-huh. somehow we're finding these women who aren't completely offended by what we do and actually agree with us on a lot of occasions. Or like when I say the kind of things where I'm like, I think more of the gender role, traditional like men should yeah. lead, women should or men should lead and take control, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Or those themes. They're like, Yeah, all right, we agree, this is the way it should be, blah blah blah, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, mm-hmm. there are some. <laughs> but uh, no one slid into my DMs being like, uh, "Could you give me?" I some love you. Phone? I love you, Andrew Tate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not at that level yet. Yeah. Close soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, so one of you guys is gonna be Andrew Tate. The other one's gonna be. Have you guys noticed things been popping up on y'all feeds recently? I've been knowing about these guys. Like uh, I follow. For real? Yeah. yeah. Like, Rolo oh, and there's a bunch of other guys on YouTube that I've been watching for a while. So I knew about you know, I, can't stand, I can't stand those fresh and fit guys. Oh my god, I was just about to bring them up, dude. No, those guys, by the <laughs> way, they're very cringeworthy. Why? I don't know, man. Don't know. A lot of the stuff they talk about is kind of true, and I'm just like, huh, okay, I think I think they have a point here. Like, don't get me wrong, they do they do share a lot of the same, like you know, beliefs and values that like guys like Andrew Tate or like Kevin Samuels. I have been saying, but I don't know. I guess just the delivery and like the like they literally have like ten of the most like stupidest girls on stage with them, you know. And they those girls usually like fall victim to those dudes in terms of like when they have these you know kind of deep discussions about whether it's gender roles or you know societal norms or all that shit, you know. Yeah, but, but I don't I, think that only those guys have been challenged at all. Like I've seen no, Kevin Samuels okay. be challenged so many times by like some dope, yeah, yeah. by some interesting girl. Same thing as Andrew Tate, okay. you know. But like those guys, they usually just, they just have like those those girls you just pick up on South Beach and they okay. just give them a microphone and uh, yeah. You know? But the th- the thing is, they're I don't know. I guess you can say a victim of their environment because that's that's what they're surrounded around. Like they're talking about like what's going on, you know, naturally in the, like in their vicinity. You know, they're grabbing anybody l- locally. And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, if they're able to bring on guests from like, you know, I don't know, different cities or different states, then obviously yeah. it would be a little bit more entertaining to see some better, you know, conversationalists, you know, who can, yeah. you know, come back at them on certain topics, obviously. But mm-hmm. the, no, most no, no. of them are not most of them are not going to come and visit Fresh and Fit just because of like how radical their views are, you know? Remember that Brittany Renner uh, conversation that uh, she had with but, the fresh guys? She went yeah, off but, on them niggas. <laughs> I know, but it wasn't at their place. It was uh, at DJ. Academics. It was on neutral ground, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not afraid, you know, to like talk about the views and they share them with anybody that wants to listen or who wants to actually have a conversation. So, like, mm-hmm. if you if you check out some of the other videos that they have, instead of like them around the, or, like with the girls. They're doing interviews with like other podcasters and they share their ideas and their views with those. I've seen that too. Exactly. I've seen that too. So, I mean, I think they have a good balance of like the people that they, you know, have conversations with. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. like if they need guests on the drop of the dime, it's usually, you know, girls are local, you know? Um, Yeah. Even, even, I mean, they bring on guys too, especially guys who um, not necessarily has the same mindset, but is, you know, 
on the same. I, I this is like I feel Spectrum. like this, yeah wavelength yeah. I guess right yeah. yeah. Well, I know what you here's mean. the thing. Here's the thing. Their show is the entry point. It's like, and it's also the Jerry, Jerry Springer of this. this there you go. Genre. I like that. That's, that's, that's Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it 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 one same kind of arguments would be had if they brought on spe- uh, professional women who yeah. with educator whatever they w- might use better language but it would be the same stupid shit that a lot of women say okay so mm-hmm. but those kind of women would not be on a show like fresh and fit because it is the jerry springer and two it's the entry point for a lot of guys and so after they get into fresh and fit they end up seeing other guys like gravitating towards like yeah tate or rollo or uh mdl or mld mm-hmm. and the other guys and then they all have their own lanes there's a bunch of other guys in this space but they're the entry point and so i think they have a really valuable role here in, in this whole yeah. thing for waking up guys so that's why i think it's like and two i also understand like <laughs> their conversations with the women are pointless because one you should not be arguing with women especially on topics like this so mm-hmm. it's, it's purely for entertainment and they know it too and so at yeah. least they're they're honest and upfront about that and you know they're telling guys like yo we're trying to show you guys this is how they all think it's like just move differently <laughs> man <laughs> that's it and then people grow past it and they find other guys that they like and and it all starts from there so it's like the entry point for everything yeah mm-hmm. and it's i think it's good examples of like how you would have those conversations you know with those women because like most guys no it's not it's not a good example hold on hold on most guys are intimidated by somebody that's you know like better looking than them especially when it comes to women like the opposite gender because they're like yeah. oh shit she's like a she's an eight or a nine or a ten and then they get hella mm-hmm. scared and don't try to communicate with them and it's kind of them showing that like showing hey you can have these conversations with like anybody you can't be afraid to communicate with somebody that you might think uh that looks better than you so yeah i i respect that too you know mm-hmm. let me challenge you on this though okay go ahead okay so all right, yeah, they're having hard conversations. Well, I mean, they're not really hard conversations because you're just saying how men and women are and patterns and shit. But like, yeah. when, you're in, when you're with a girl, when you're with a girl, are you uh-huh. careful about the things that you bring up or topics? Like, let's Depends. say- It's like okay. a birthday? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, yeah, first day, I don't think it's appropriate to bring up like heavy shit. Though. Exactly. <laughs> but even if you know someone really well, you know, uh, I think a lot of guys, even the ones who would say that they're not- that they're closer to the red pill side would still like yeah. bite their tongue on certain topics because they're hot button things, you know? So, yeah. you know, like we had a recent Supreme Court ruling. We're not going to mention it specifically. Well, I guess mm-hmm. the abortion one or whatever. And mm-hmm. a lot of guys would be like, all right, regardless of how you feel about it, I guess if you do feel like it's a good decision, would you bring that up? Or if they brought it up, would you have that conversation and be honest with them? Yeah. <laughs> you <right>? Well, <laughs> I, the reason why I would is because of after watching Fresh and Fit, honestly, because of like the confidence behind them speaking how, I mean, I don't want to say certain truths, but like, you know, their own beliefs on things, right? At least that you can confidently say exactly how you're like what you think. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, if you're if you're talking to somebody like a female, right? And you know, it's somebody that you're dating or somebody that you're on a date with and you're not able to have that conversation. What's the point of trying to move forward? And that was the hardest thing for me to understand when I was younger is like, okay, I got to make sure I say everything perfect, you know, because I was Mm -hmm. worrying about like, you know, what is she going to think if I say something different 
or something mm-hmm. out there or something that's going to be something that she doesn't like. You know, is she going to run away? Is she just going to just dip out me? Is she going to ghost me? Is she going to talk shit about me? Like now I ha- I have none of those worries is because now I feel confident enough because there's other people who have either similar thoughts like me or are confident enough to say it to the opposite gender without feeling intimidated or judged because like i said earlier we we value our time more when you're older so like now i i don't got time to waste i'd rather just go through it like have the difficult conversations in the beginning and be done with it instead of like you know when i was younger i would spend money and like talk sweet and you know try to go above and beyond when i was younger as opposed to how i am now mm-hmm. you know yeah so yeah i would have those conversations now is i mean obviously but the question is how early on though i mean it depends on if they bring if they bring up that topic obviously that's not exactly mm-hmm. something that you would have a conversation on a first date but yeah. if it's something yeah. that they bring up and you know they're feeling very passionate about it I, I would make sure it's a very tactful conversation instead of something that just turns into a full-on battleground of like who's right yeah. who's wrong you know huh that's interesting I know you would just go full grenade, <laughs> oh, bitch. He's, no, he's, no. He's, go, he's going for a jugular. I know. With machete knives, I'm coming in with dual katana swords. Clack, 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 clack. Basic. You know? Well, no, 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 no. Because I have a lot of practice. Like I've been doing this for so long, and sometimes people bring it up on a first date, and which I don't think is appropriate. Because, but if they bring it up, I'm going to be honest. And there are even times mm-hmm. where like. We completely disagree. Do you know how many liberal women I've dated? If they like you, bro, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, they'll make an exception. Yeah, make an exception. So it's like, even with this like whole abortion thing, I was seeing this chick and, uh, you know, she's one of these, like a lot of people who are like, you know, woman's right to choose, blah, blah, blah. And then they asked me, I didn't bring it up, but they asked me. And so I gave them my honest opinion. And, you know, the scientific reasoning behind it and all that and why I'm on pro-life. And now it's a running joke that I oppress women and she's a baby killer. So. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, wait. I mean, every relationship talking? is different. What's that? You guys are still talking? Yeah, we're cool. If it oh, works, okay. it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, a, and I'm like, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> like. Yeah. I, Hey, more power to you guys. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's it is good. what it is. It is what yeah. it is. I don't know. It's, I, I got a lot of practice with that. How's it, though, as when you're married, you're mm-hmm. you're bonded. So if you guys disagree about something, like how do you her guys views, yes. Her views or his I mean, views? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, honestly, it, it it's very similar to kind of like how you, uh, your experience with this uh, certain individual. Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things we don't agree on, you know? Yeah. But, like, when we have these, like, discussions, whether, like, they involve, whether, like, political opinions or social issues or whatever, when you have that certain level of respect for one another, you can have that, you know, dialogue, you know? And she's, she's very educated, too. Mm-hmm. And I can speak her language and she can speak my language. So, like, there really isn't that much bickering, per se. But yeah. Like, more discussions? Definitely a lot more discussions. Which will then turn into jokes afterwards, you know, towards yeah. the end of the conversation. But yeah, I just feel like that's that's how most relationships, you know, should be. Like you shouldn't base your relationship off of 
a political opinion or a, a, some social issue or you know uh well yeah, like okay. it, it's he- it's it's healthy to have disagreements on on, on a lot of things you know okay so, so has she shared her thoughts about you know the wade versus roe situation and like you know what your thoughts are when it comes to abortions yeah no for sure she definitely made her her, her point clear early on when because uh, we saw it happen on, on tv together so we we had some interesting conversations about it and there was a lot of things that i was surprised i learned from her and, and vice versa so like at the end of the conversation we agreed to disagree but it was definitely a healthy dialogue you basically didn't share <laughs> yeah yeah that, I, <laughs> This is yeah, I you're very to, diplomatic. Is, you know that you should be a politician. Yeah, this is where I have to be a little diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you know? yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Bilal still hasn't showed up. Nah, he's probably asleep. I wouldn't be surprised. Are you guys ever gonna have him as an after guest moment? An after moment guest? Uh, if he wants, I don't know if he wants to be a part of it because you know, you know how those things go. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Like Andrew yeah. Tate ish. Yeah, I guess I gotta buy a Bugatti, don't I? <laughs> and buy a casino while you're at it too. Yes. <laughs> In Romania. I'm yeah, I'm building this app to help content creators distribute their content across social media platforms. I really think I could be like the digital uh uh Tate. <laughs> yeah. Cause like this would be perfect for OnlyFans models. It really would. And so I could like literally build them up or like help them grow. And then I get a piece and I become a digital pimp. I've talked about this idea before, but I'm actually, le- if, if I can't get legitimate kosher customers, I'll do whatever it takes. Like, <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to the hoes. I'll, I'll do what I need to do. They're probably more interesting too. Cause I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I think I'm attracted to characters who the rest of society would shun, you know? I think I had that that inclination towards those kind of characters. So like, you know, the Kanye's, the Elon's, but even the people who were just rejected by society. I, I like those people. OnlyFans models are kind of on the edge of that. I don't agree with the work that they do, or at least I don't think it's good for their, for the health of society, mental health of mm-hmm. society, but they're doing it anyways. So yeah. if I'm going to... They make a lot of money out of it too. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Like if they're doing it anyways, and then at least be good, you know, for a lot of these, mm-hmm. like the top ones are doing really, really well, but like, it's heavily skewed towards the top creators. The top 1% make like 40, 50% of the money. It's kind of crazy or the top 10%, oh, wow. most of it. So it's like, if we can even that out, at least for the ones who are sharing their, their naked selves online, if you're going to do that, at least make it worth it. At least that's where I'm at. But I don't know. I haven't quite figured out the morality of it yet. I'm debating back and forth all the time. Like, <laughs> is this, would this be good or bad? Like, I don't like the simping. I don't like, yeah, I don't like that these girls are basically giving a piece of themselves every day for money, for something mm-hmm. as cheap as money. But at the same time, they're doing it already and the guys want to pay. And mm-hmm. these are not, my, the, the men on this, that side are not on my political side of the aisle. So, yeah they're not on my team so i still don't get it i still don't get it though porn is fucking free and yet they want to go it's, out it's and beyond some... porn it's, it's beyond exclusivity porn. though that's the thing it's not even exclusivity because they are literally sharing it with anyone who will pay it's yeah the, the... but that's the, that's the exclusive part behind it it's you feel like you spending x amount of dollars per month 
for this specific content creator or OnlyFans yeah. creator. But you feel like you have that attachment that with that individual. But I don't think that individual is thinking about the other people. They're thinking, oh, like. Of course not. That's millions. Yeah. What are you talking about? They ain't got time to yeah. worry about one dude. No, no, no. But like for the, from the guy's perspective, I think it's just the connection. <sighs> They're that lonely, I think. That might be the case. I mean, it is rough out here for guys, you know. I guess, but at the same time, it's like individuals who aren't willing to do the work to, you know, build up their self-esteem, build up their confidence, and be like also like take care of themselves to be like suitable suitors, you know, because they, you know, they just want shortcuts, they just want the easy way out, and same goes yeah. for women, you know, and that's why you know there's only fans they want the easy way out instead of making money, you know, the hard way of like either working or like building a business or. You I'll know, be honest, both these girls, they know, they know they're making $50,000 a month off of selling feet pictures to these dudes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They want the easy rate, the easy way out, dude. So, like, yeah, but, but here's the thing. Here's why I don't judge them so harshly is because, like, if you were in their position, if you had this commodity of just existing and you could sell it and you can make hella money doing it, most guys who are judging them would do it too. So, when you're given that kind of power and you were never raised to be able to, manage it or even moderate it it's no surprise that they end up turning towards this route no surprise so they're a curse they're cursed by the gifts that they were given and society enabling them and so mm-hmm. maybe maybe shame was a good thing when it used to exist i know dude <laughs> crazy yeah it'd be interesting I would, I would like to invite an OnlyFans model on here and we could really just discuss like what their mindset is on this because you know, some of them could actually, it, it makes rational sense because there's nothing they could do, they could be doing that would make them money this easy and at this mm-hmm. level. So mm-hmm. you're asking people to not, they have a winning lottery ticket and you tell them don't turn don't it in. It. Yeah. yeah, don't cash it in. Yeah, but there's also shame behind that winning lottery ticket because it's how you got it, you know? If you grew up poor, would you care? Probably not. Yeah, I'm not gonna so, lie. If I was in their situation, I, I'd whore my 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 ass out for sure. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> you can't really. I don't know if I'd do it long term, but then at the same time, the money would be. No, so but here's attractive. the thing. A lot, like at least the top one percent, like they 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 use that platform and they start promoting their other businesses, right? Uh, whether it's their music career or like their flat tummy tea, <laughs> you know, like there's a uh, there's a lot of them that are venturing out to like other adventures just off of you know their own name that they built out. I think it's the older ones because they're starting to realize, oh shit, you know, my looks aren't going to make me money forever, essentially. Mm-hmm. So then they realize, okay, maybe I might need to branch out into different avenues. But the younger ones, the, the ones in their 20s, always don't save the money, don't do anything with it, like well, usually. But no, know, that's, but, a, that's but, an interesting but, point. Because like well, pressure fit say they they don't actually have any investments. They just say, oh, you know, I'm just racking up money. I'm just spent. I got I got this. I got this type of apartment. I got nice cars, and then mm-hmm. nothing goes anywhere with that. But then when you when you hear some of the older ones, like the older, they step outside of being the model, and then now they're managing other models. You know, because they know their looks won't get them far. Okay, but maybe this is an opportunity. You know how like a lot of people who enter the league, NBA, football, whatever, a lot of them have, at least in the past, I don't know if it's currently true, where they'll make a lot of money, but then they lose it all 
because they're not yeah. managing their finances properly. And so I think mm -hmm. the leagues have been trying to protect them by like setting them up with the right people in these programs. And so maybe there should be a 401k program for these bitches, you know? <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here for how much money they make. Get no, 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 a 401k is just an investment vehicle to, so why shouldn't there be one for these OnlyFans models who because are- Because they're fucking adults. They're, no, 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 I know, but what I'm saying, we're not giving, it's their money. You just manage it for them. So you're saying OnlyFans, the company itself would build their own 401k for these models? No, I think it could be a third party. Why not me? I could start something like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, look, <laughs> gross. Like you're making a lot of money now, but we want to make sure you can eat off of this for the rest of your life. And so make your money now. We'll manage your finances. We'll do what someone who works the corporate job does. They put money aside in their 401k. We'll put it in, in index stocks. So at least your shit's not going to like lose value over time. We'll get yeah. you on a budget. We're going to get your finances straight so that if this thing ever does end for you, or if you ever decide to walk away from this life, you can. You have an out. And you're not going to be screwed. You're not going to spend all your money and then realize you can't make it anymore. You know? And then, and then maybe even like job training too. So it's like, what are you going to do after? Like, maybe you can do this for like five years and then maybe you want to go do something else. Like we can set you up for that. Oh, a great pitch. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to be giving a part of yourself like that for a few years, the very least is maximize the, va the value you can get out of it. And so why not? I mean, like, and then that's a business <laughs> idea. That's a business idea. I think really clever business. Yeah. I'm sure there's got to be someone who's doing it out there. Be the rich Paul. A 401k for OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's 401 not... Bay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, that's not a bad title. Or, or name for it. Yeah. It's like we manage your investments. Get that LLC and... right now. Yeah. <laughs> Lock it in and then sell yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, we take care of you, Bay. We take care of you. Yeah, they just need a zaddy in their life, you know? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, that's what pimps do. They take care of their girls. And you're Zaddy? I'm the financial Zaddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck on that one. Yeah. Oh watch. One day you're gonna see a bunch of a bunch of these OnlyFans is like, hey Ivan, hey, can I afford this Bugatti right or this Audi? I'm like, all right, let's look at your finest. All right. Baby girl, you got it. Go ahead. He's like, he's like the Hugh Hefner of financial <laughs> advice. Get the fuck out of here. What? It's like their job isn't suppo supposed to be smart. Okay. Their job is to like look good. So <laughs> they can outsource the rest of it. You might as well just get a regular financial advisor then. How many regular financial advisors want to work with people of this in this field? They already have problems with banking. Okay. It's very hard. That's another thing. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the payment processor for OnlyFans decided to like um, pull out. So they had to like do all this weird shit like Stripe. You can't use Stripe for adult services. You can't use any of the major pro um, financial processors for, for adult content. Yeah, it's really hard. What, That's what are they, why what are they using now though? I don't know. I think it's like CC bill is the common it's one so? used in for a lot of these. Yeah. I think it's what it is. But yeah, it's not easy for people who are in this edge economy that's shunned, but also drives a lot of the internet traffic in the world. You know, like, <laughs> it's wild. It's like the biggest driver of traffic on the internet. And yet it's shunned by all major institutions. Wild. Because I think they're just trying to get away from the image of yeah. pornography yeah. and step away. 
you know, be more of a respectable, respectable company, you know? Yeah. Wells Fargo's won't work with the OnlyFans model, but they'll steal money out of your bank account. You know, these motherfuckers will finance wars in the Middle East, kill fucking brown people. But we can't we can't help someone who shows their titties process their checks like what? It's wild. It is fucked up. That's why 401 Bay is needed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. 401 Bay. Uh. I got a topic for you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I want to ask Akram first because uh, I think I have an idea what you would say, Iman. But uh, what's a, a conspiracy theory that you believe in? For me? Yeah, for you. A conspiracy that I believe in? Yeah, not no basic Bush to nine eleven or you know, <laughs> like I want to hear, I want to, I want, I want to hear some crazy. That's that's basic. That's common knowledge. <laughs> I think if you pull the average American in major metropolitan cities, they'll say Bush had something to do with nine eleven. Okay. What you want to bring up the same thing we talked about last time, which was you know, you know, nobody walked the moon yet. Oh, that's my no. shit. <laughs> Yeah, what's yours, Akram? What's yours? What's yours? I, I don't know if I even have one. Um, on, I, I don't. I really don't. So you just believe everything that you see? <laughs> That's yeah, what you just damn me. near. I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm, like whenever I'm seeing the news, I'm like, interesting. I didn't know that was that bad. And then Iman challenges me. I'm like, is it really? And then we, he dives into like numbers and shit like that. I'm like, uh-huh. shit, this fool's right. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you got any conspiracy theories that popped up? I don't know if they're conspiracy theories because it's common knowledge for people who understand who are in it, you know? So like mm-hmm. the whole climate thing that the earth is going to end. I, it's wild to me. People actually believe like the planet's going to die or some shit like that. I, that might be a little hyperbolic on my part, but really we're talking about two degrees centigrade. Like, yeah, nothing. I believe in that. What do you mean you believe in that? That is going <laughs> to... Yeah, I'm not gonna. I was just yeah, quick yeah. to just say something. You believe in something? No, but that's no. the thing. People believe that it's like big oil who's like making this happen, and planet's gonna die. But that's commonly accepted. So it's one of those weird conspiracy theories that are accepted by a majority of the public, largely through propaganda. But when you actually look into the science, you realize this is basically going to be negligible. What's the worst thing that could happen when the entire planet goes up two degrees at some point? It's a little warmer. Like they talk about <laughs> water, <laughs> that's like it. the water's level rising, my the city of Miami will disappear. All that shit. But bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. Is that like oh, really? Like they're all right. Miami being underwater. Mm-hmm. One, you definitely would expect expansion of the ocean waters a little bit, but that's at the surface, right? Um, it's yeah. not like the whole thing would increase by two degrees. Yeah. And then, and plus, we're talking about like global temperatures that are like measured in atmosphere. So water has like a high energy capacity. So it's, it would be even less in terms of like the expansion of water and shit. But it also means more, more evaporation, which means more rainfall, which yeah. could be good. So there's, there's no telling whether or not this is going to be good or bad. The idea that this change, this two to four, de- the, depending on who you talk to, it's going to be two, it could be up to four. But mm-hmm. this temperature difference they always see the negative parts. They don't talk about the possible positives that might come out of it. It might make places like the Sahara Desert habitable. It might make, mm-hmm. it will definitely increase agricultural yields. If it's, if, if it's CO2 levels, then it will definitely increase agricultural yields so you can feed more people because CO2 is plant food. 
in California, you're like, oh, it's bad if it's hotter by a couple degrees. But in upstate New York in winter, that's a great thing. Like, or in Michigan, that's a great thing. A lot of places are terribly cold. And it would be nice if the global temperature on average was warmer. So this idea that this shit's going to be, the world's going to end, bullshit. And worst case scenario, if it turns out the negatives outweigh the positive, potential positives, we can always change it. We can actually change the global temperature if we wanted to. Wait, how? Scientists realize when a volcano erupts, it releases these sulfur compounds in the upper atmosphere. And it turns out it has like a dramatic cooling effect. We're talking about like fractions of a degree, but this is just one volcano eruption that can do that. And it turns out we have a bunch of sulfur deposits that come as a byproduct of, I think, fracking in Canada. So if we needed to, we can actually change the global temperature by releasing these sulfur compounds in the upper atmosphere. And it would block more solar, just enough solar radiation to drop the global temperature by a degree or two if we really needed to. So worst case scenario, if it is really, really bad, we can drop the temperature, but it's not even conclusive. So if you actually talk to climate scientists who are in this shit, who are actually mm-hmm. studying this on a regular basis, they'll tell you the same shit. But the only things you'll ever see on the news are the dramatic world's going to end bullshit. Yeah. And so, or like the scene of uh, Miami underwater. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. That's my, I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, look that up. Any, anything popped up in your head yet? That has to be something. Like whether you're on your commute to work, mm-hmm. something just pops up on your head just like, yeah, why is that? Do you think Cardi B's ass is real? <laughs> Nah, I, don't I don't know. I like this thread though. I mean, what's yours? What's yours, Rudon? Uh, aside from like, I mean, moon landing, <laughs> nobody... <laughs> uh, dinosaurs. What about dinosaurs? They're not real. Dinosaurs. I just, I just don't believe in. I know I believe dinosaurs are real at some point, but just like the whole T Rexes were like fifty feet tall and demonstrative, and you know the whole Jurassic Park bullshit. I, I don't believe dinosaurs <laughs> are properly as portrayed as what. The media tells us, or what Hollywood tells us, they were. Have you I'm ever surprised. gone to a museum and seen the bones? Mm. No, I have. Like at my campus, there's a there's a, at UC Berkeley's campus. There's a T Rex T Rex exhibit, and when oh. I first saw it, I was like, "This is bullshit." I know it was that big. <laughs> no, it is kind of wild that. Uh, all right, so the story is there was like this giant asteroid that hit the planet, and all these dinosaurs yeah. just gone. disappeared. Yeah. yeah, disintegrated. Not they one chickens. survived. Not <laughs> one survived. No, the ones that survived became chickens, right? Isn't that what they say? Uh, the first cousins of dinosaurs. It is kind of hard to believe. Not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So all these giant ass creatures existed. One asteroid. These are supposed to be some strong motherfuckers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's and it. They're all gone. gone. And all we get are fucking cockroaches. Okay, let me. Okay, let me ask you this: and Like, chickens? you think you can survive a, a, an asteroid? Like an asteroid just falling from the sky? I mean, if I'm on the other side of the planet, should I still worry about it? But I guess it'd be hella cold. But but remember, this is Pangaea that we're talking about. All of it was one one piece. Remember? No, no, I don't think it was Pangaea. Was it? It was Pangaea. You sure? Well, the dinosaurs were around were during Pangaea, so that's why the entire world kind of separated. Is because of the comet. So the it, happened to, it happened to hit the one piece of land that was on this entire planet. All right. Like right in the uh. middle. <laughs> That's a lot of land. That's a lot of land. Let's be real. No, the earth is mostly water, dude. I know. <laughs> Especially during the time of Pangea. Like, 
when you have yeah. a whole ma- mass of land on one side and you have a whole body of water covering the entire mass of land. Yeah, now it's hard to believe. It's That's hard bullshit. to believe, but it's still it's still like possible though. You can't you can't deny that it's not possible. I bet you there was like some scientist who's like, hmm, I really need to publish something. Back in the day, obviously. Um, you know what? Let me fabricate this entire ass story. <laughs> I, this sounds kind of believable. I think I could sell it, <laughs> and then they do. Uh, that's also a possible. That's the thing. Like I look back at all these these scientific claims and stuff. Unless it's proved with mm-hmm. repeatable experiments that you could do today, it's all just you just got to trust them. At which point, it's like obviously it doesn't affect my life whether or not dinosaurs existed. But yeah, like I can't be certain that they didn't or they did because one, I don't study this shit. And two, mm. it doesn't affect my life at all. So I'm like, yeah, th- this is why I don't have a problem with conspiracy theories. I've, I've talked to people who are like, I uh, can't have a conversation with somebody who thinks all wild things. I'm like, one, it doesn't affect your life. It doesn't affect their it life doesn't. either. And so, and, you know, people believe much, much crazier things mm-hmm. without evidence. So it's like, why, why would you have a problem with someone who believes in conspiracy theory? And these are generally yeah. people who believe their own conspiracy theories. They're just accepted by the masses. So they don't even consider mm-hmm. it. A theory. So it's like, 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 like Bill Clinton had nothing to do with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, he killed himself. Okay, sure. Yeah, he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. or like these vaccines work, you know, it's like. It's, okay, can... yeah, that, these vaccines are bullshit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was one of the biggest promo- like promoters of that vaccine shit. Really? I I sort of got. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, when that shit comes out, I'm gonna be the first one in line to take that shit. I'm gonna be protected. I'm gonna travel after that. All yeah. that shit. Boom. I, I I get the vaccine. I get sick right away. Yeah. Come on, man. Make that make sense. <laughs> every every person that's gotten the vaccine has at least gotten it once or twice. You Bro. know, for sure. For sure. Dude, yeah. I, even at work for myself, it's I've had at least every person in my store or every person that I work with had COVID. I'm the only yeah. one. I'm the only one who hasn't had COVID. Really? What? What? Are you one of those people that get tested like regularly? Yeah, I'm getting tested regularly. It, your immune system has been built up because of all the years you spent <laughs> at 24 Hour Fitness. Yeah. All the hours uh, spent at 24 Hour Fitness got you for Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all be that. clear. For the listeners, we're not saying <laughs> vaccines in general don't work. We're talking about specifically this mRNA yeah. new technology shit that the hepatitis shit work. The polio vaccine work. We have a lot of use cases of like vaccines that you know save society. Yeah, yeah. This shit, come on now. Yeah, but it, it, but but don't you think it took some time to get those vaccines right? Because obviously the first version didn't. You know, they're fundamentally different. By the way, like those vaccines were just attenuated versions of the, the virus. These yeah. are like, yeah. we're going to put strands of genetic material in these lipo molecules that can somehow cross the cell barrier and then insert themselves and then have your body generate the proteins. Is that the mRNA in a nutshell, basically? Yeah, yeah that's the mRNA okay. stuff. And then accidentally, sometimes for a few people, you get myocarditis because they end up making proteins that are similar to some of that would find in their heart and so they're they're it weaken their heart and it's just like mm-hmm. we just ran an experiment on hundreds of millions, millions of people, people it's like yeah. we and we could be more targeted with it that's the thing like i'm not saying these don't work i'm saying they don't make yeah. sense for people who aren't that at risk and so yeah like, people are really still crazy about this shit 
making it like right before they go to school or some shit. Yeah, like they can't go to daycare and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what it, it is. Got very yeah. politicized over the years. Very. <laughs> it's got depressing fast. <laughs> Back to four hundred one bay. Talk about. Let's talk about Back something four hundred one bay. Four hundred one bay. Yeah. OnlyFans, hit me up. If, if you're an OnlyFans model, hit me up. We'll, we'll get your finances in order. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> is post-nut clarity a thing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Hey, you're you're welcome. welcome. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you said you want to talk about something positive. I mean, you know. Is that positive? Because if you have clarity, you probably realize you just busted I mean, in it, someone who shouldn't. You shouldn't still busted. Have. You still busted. That's a positive thing. No, 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 no. I disagree on that one. Hard disagree. I disagree on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, if you feel if you feel regret after it, it's, it's like not reg- you, I don't think it's regret. No, because it's it, like it, okay, now I know like if you if you now I know I'll never call you back again. That's regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not regret. That's just some like, okay, I tried it. I'm moving on. No, because it's like then because if you had clarity. I don't know. It just seems like if you were just more prudent about your decisions and choices or you were more selective, you wouldn't have that. You know, it's like, what's the point? What? Or one nut? No, no. If you if you really red pill, your nut is like gold. OK, you don't just hand that shit out to every girl. All right. Yeah, actually, let me uh, I got another topic. I've been I've been seeing a lot of this lately. Okay. What's with this whole new trend of semen retention? Mm. You've been seeing that? Uh, that's a lot of people have been for promoting a long that. Time. But I don't know if it's like made. Uh, oh, it's getting a lot of traction now. Really? I watch. Uh, I watch him do it. On, I hate that. I'm. I hate that I'm being one of those people that keep on quoting TikTok. I literally saw a TikTok earlier uh, today. Some dude said he, he he's been going on for three and a half years strong. And I was uh, like, so, no, sort the guy. No. But the thing no, is, no, 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 the thing no, no, is, no, no, you no, can no. see it in his face. You can see it in his face. What do you mean, see in his face? What in his face? Semen. I can no, I can see that he's gone through this for three and a half years. He just looks so depressed. Oh, it's pain. Wow. Oh, that's yeah, his pain. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, it's not actually healthy for your prostate. By the way, I actually I heard this on a podcast I was listening to. Take a guess, guys. Like, how often is a healthy amount to release per month for the average male? Yeah, to reduce your chances of prostate cancer by twenty percent. Uh, I want to say at least three to four times a week. Okay. I would say about five times. Akram's right. Five times. Wow. And yeah, how, so about, how about much twenty a month. Twenty a month. Twenty a month is is to reduce your chances of prostate cancer by twenty percent. Wow. That's yeah. So it's like, yeah, like uh, so, girls. If you really want to save your guys, like <laughs> you want to save your guys, you know, you should be like, uh, it's it's for their health. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. then his sanity too. I mean, especially if like you know. Yeah. You know, she busts your nut in the morning. You have a good day for the rest of the day until, you know, the next day, you know, and then she busts your nut in the next day. Oh, you'll be good. You'll be happy every single day. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, bust a nut. Bust a nut a day keeps the prostate cancer away. Yeah, that's great. By 20%. That's right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great t shirt. There we go. And then in the fine print by 20%. <laughs> <laughs> Reduce prostate cancer by twenty percent. I I think I I think uh, immune retention works to an extent. You're you're not focused. You know what I'm saying after after you nut, like you just feel lazy. You don't feel like doing shit. You know what I'm saying all day. Yeah, like you just fall asleep. 
Exactly. Like, you're tired as fuck after that, right? So you don't want to do shit. But um, you actually have, like, senior retention for, like, uh, a week or two. Uh, like, you're so much more focused. You got you get more active and want to do more things. Um, I think it has to do with the, the amount of uh, hormones that's still in your body, like the testosterone. It's giving you energy. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, bro, like, um, six months, three years, I've heard niggas do that. And I'm just like, that shit's crazy, but... See, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. You know how I know it's bullshit? Why? Because, obviously, they're going to have wet dreams. Exactly. Wet dreams For are sure. just going to... It's pretty much yeah. you just busting a nut in your sleep. Yeah, nocturnal emissions. Uh, obviously. They've had... Hey, you got them. I completely sure. forgot about sure. that. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's not actually... Re- I don't think it's the retention part. It's just the lack of... Activity. The, yeah, the so, lack of activity. That no, I, I understand that. what Bilal is saying. Like, if you got shit to do, yeah, yeah. it's... But at some point... But if you want sticky draws for six months straight, that's... I mean, go for it, you know? I don't know like, if it would be that frequent, but... Uh, <laughs> you never know, dog. I can, I can, I can talk about his uh, 13 and 14-year-old age. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. There was there was a few weeks where it was just like uh, TMI, TMI, bro. We don't need to hear this. <laughs> We're talking about when I was a teenager, dog. No, still. <laughs> I don't need to hear this shit. No. <laughs> hey, man. I'm. I keep it 100. We've all been through it. Tim Hardaway, you got anything, any closing remarks? Nah, it was a pleasure. I definitely want to do this again. We can do a political one if you want one day. Like, it'd be really cool to hear your, your journey, how you switched switched up a little bit. Cause you know what? I'm definitely down for that. All right. so that should be my next, my next time I hop on this. Maybe your wife should be on there just to make sure you don't go off. <laughs> like the government keeping you in check yeah. <laughs> if, if that would make her more comfortable because i know <laughs> because when definitely. you speak about something when you speak about something you're speaking for both of you guys not only for you we'll definitely make that happen but yeah shout out to 401 bay make sure y'all get that locked in by the night yeah yes 401 bay <laughs> let's do it I'm, I'm definitely gonna look into this I, I think i might have to start a bank i don't know i'll figure it out <laughs> Yeah, let me know how it goes. And then uh, if I need someone to help me with recruiting, I'll hit you up. Yep, I got I'm your man for that one. Yeah, you, you're willing to reach out to OnlyFans models? Easy. <laughs> White, well, hold on. Government got to approve that first. It's about money. You'll be okay with it. It's yeah. R&D, bro. R&D. R&D. Yeah, there you go. 